Hey ladies, I'm Kendra. I'm Nama. And I'm Adelise. And we are Three Three Dope Dope Wives. With over 20 years of collective experience, we're here to give you an inside look at what marriage is really like. Honey, we are airing out all the dirty laundry. Spilling all the tea. And telling all the business. Are you looking for something really real? Then honey, pull up a chair and grab your favorite cup of something hot as we dish on all things marriage. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Three Dope Wives, the podcast that gives you the real insight into the real married life. We are so excited this morning to delve into our discussion for today. Today, we are going to be talking about the privacy divide, wallets and emails and cell phones. Oh, my. So we're going to be getting into this juicy discussion uh, with a guest a little bit later on. But before we jump into all that, how you doing, my homegirls? Hey, hey. Um, I'm, you know, just same old thing. We're still kind of in quarantine. I think uh, things have kind of been a little bit um, crazy within the last couple of days with just a lot of things that are going on in our world and a lot of things that we're seeing in TV and the protesting with um, George Floyd. And so I'm kind of just on this emotional roller coaster right now. Um, yeah. But I'm trying to stay grounded and trying to just find um, some kind of peace and some kind of normalcy um, as much as I can, because I just feel like it's like, 2020 just been crazy, man. I feel like it's just been one thing after another. Like, it, we're literally making history, y'all. We are. It's so mm-hmm. crazy. It 2020 has been a year of a lot of different historical things that I really do pray that it, it's sad that we have to go through it, but I really do pray that my son um, learns about it, I guess, in history books when he gets older and we're not just learning about the same old stuff, but anyway, that's a whole nother discussion, but yes, I've been, for the most part, I've been okay, but some days are rough. better than others. Yep. Right. <laughs> How you doing, Norma? I'm good. Um, just taking it one day at a time, trying to stay away from social media for now so that all the, all the negative, I mean, it's, it's just t- it's just sad waking up every day and always having to look at that. But um, I'm I'm doing good, keeping my head up and just trying to look at everybody for who they are and um, not trying to judge anybody. That's the hardest thing ever. Um, I, I would say that I thank God, though, that I'm still home and <laughs> I'm not going to work yet. Mm. Uh, and I'm still working from home. So it's giving me the time to really just, um, you know, take one step at a time and just think about ways to just try to lift up everybody and being, you know, you know, just preach peace. I mean, it's, it's hard, but hey, that, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much said, it. You said preach peace? Preach peace um. as much as possible. As my, yeah, I think it's hard to it's hard to be peaceful. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a, a wild ride, right? It's so many things compounded on top of each other right. that 
has 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 turned into this powder keg of emotion overrun by uh, circumstance right. uh overrun by uh human response that it's just been I would say overwhelming. Like I even found myself crying earlier this week. Now part of that could be because I'm on um a boatload of hormones <laughs> trying to get ready right to have a baby. Uh all these injections and pills got me you know all, all over the place. Right, child, right, honey, right. child honey, listen. So I, I um <laughs> I just um you know, I'm chucking some of that up to that, but also just the thought because we um you know, for our listeners, I know y'all know we, I'm going through uh, infertility treatments and IVF, and we have embryos. We know exactly what we're transferring, and I'm transferring a boy embryo, and that I, I think the reality of that hit me. The weight of that just hit me when I thought about having a son. Not that I wouldn't be equally afraid or concerned for, you know, my daughter, but I think the it's the different. weight. It is. It's, it yeah. is. It's just thinking about having a boy child right. that would be a black man in this world in its current state yeah. is just it's so nerve wracking. Right. And I'm thinking about it on I mean, just macro. I mean, micro levels might just like from delivery, like, you know, right. I don't know anything. How these people going to treat yeah. my baby anything. when my baby comes out? They, I mean, are they going to treat my baby right? Are they going to pull and tug on my baby too hard? Are, you know what I'm saying? So it's I'm like it's almost like it makes you paranoid in every facet of your oh, life. Yeah. Everything. Hi, yes, you're super hypersensitive with it. Everything. Oh, yep. Because, oh because you just you just don't know. Like it literally takes one second to and right. run, to run in with the right. one wrong person. You know right. what I mean? Nah. And you just don't know. So I'm with you. I'm with God. you. I, I saw just my prayers are for the mothers and the wives right. and. Right, right. The grannies and the women in the lives of these men who are overrun with stress, trying to figure out how to hold up the black community. Yeah. Um. So I'm just throw up the fist for that one. Um. <laughs> <Right. laughs> uh, we don't want to get too deep into all of that because today we're talking about the privacy divide. Um, ladies, I- I'm just interested to know just as you think about uh privacy and you think about marriage i almost wonder if those two belong in the same sentence like (laughs) privacy (laughs) an error message (laughs) right that's what i feel like should come up like a like yeah like a definitely a a error message um i it's one of those things where it's like because you're walking in to a marriage right having your own stuff and all of that so you walk in with a sense of privacy or things that you want to be private but then uh, on the flip side it's like but should they be private because your 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 spouse or your soon-to-be spouse it should be your confident right so is there privacy or should there be or is that something that you talk about pre going into marriage you know like okay what's off limits like what is private and what is secret or what are or it and are those two things the same oh that's a good right yeah because they're different i mean i just feel like they're so 
Okay, so if we're talking about like cell phones and stuff, it's probably going to be something in that we um I don't know. That's a hard <laughs> one. I mean, but do you feel as a wife that you um that you have the right to any and every every area and facet of your husband's life? I would say no. Really? Why? I would say no because I mean, I think about myself like my it's not everything that i mean every other thing yes but like for example like my money right i don't i i i do you know I don't money don't, my husband no, no, has don't to play go about her money bank account he doesn't have wait, no and so say it again like, say it again he don't have to yeah, know how much money he has to know what is in my bank account and i don't i'm not going to question him and be like oh how much is in your bank account like i'm not I guess I'm just not that kind of person. I'm not the kind of person to pick my guy's phone and be like, oh, what's going, what's new? Like, I'm, I just don't do that because I don't feel the need to be FBIing on him. I mean, if, if I trust him, now if he gives me the reason to doubt him, that's a different ball game. But if I haven't seen that, then why do that? I don't know if it's necessarily a given a reason. Like, to me, I feel like I should have access, uh, in every facet of his life because if he dies tomorrow i need to know where things are i need so to know how was, to get I into them make that point you get what i'm saying i just yeah, go I ahead with that, make that point too so <laughs> that i was kind of thinking about along the same line it's right. i think the word like right kind of makes it sound like controlling. you're almost in yeah <laughs> like a controlling thing right but i think it is more so like you said more of a, a protective factor versus a I need to know factor so like god forbid something happens to you and I have no idea about anything then then who's going to take care of things like how do we how do we move on right and these are obviously worst case scenario god forbid but these are things that need to be talked about at least um and and figure out like okay even if it's not like you don't need to know what's in my bank account but Okay, but I need to know that there is a bank account, and I need and to know I the information, and I need to know need the information the, for it because, right. God, I mean, and not all. Are you put them as beneficiaries? So why why must you do that? Like you put them as what? You put them as beneficiaries. So like in your if not you everyone like, though. If not I, everyone. Okay, so that okay, that part I don't agree with. But like every four hundred one k or whatever it is that I have. My husband is a beneficiary and secondary is my How do daughter. we know that? But, how, but so, how can you trust other people to inform him? What if he don't know that you have one over right. there? Let's say you got three different ones because every time your bank sends you one of those happy little, hey, we have an insurance <laughs> policy. you like, you know what? I could use a little more insurance. Right. And then you turn around and croak. You got 15 insurance policies out there. And, and your wife don't know about your none husband, of them. Your husband or your husband don't know nothing about it. Like, right. you don't know nothing about it. And your husband, and you like, and, so, and some corrupt banker is over here like, make this check out to cash yeah <laughs> and you know you know what i'm saying you don't know what you right. don't know and i i just think that for the sake of having no secrets like there is not a i don't think there is a because this is it if you covet in the information it looks suspicious it yeah. looks like you hide in something like i'll give it just a simple example my husband and i was having a conversation the other day and he was like um 
Yeah, so I there was a there was a person at work, you know, who was asking me about thus and so and you know, uh what did he say? He said something that made that person sound like um he was there was someone that he would have interaction with, right? And I was like, Oh, who said that to you? And he was like, Oh, it's not somebody you know. I mm. got I don't care if I know them enough. You, <laughs> you? I was like, Whoop. Like you're not gonna do this. Like what right. sir, I didn't ask you if I knew I knew. I asked don't come in here talking about this person. Who is this person? Like you all gender ambiguous with it. Right. I'm like, who is this person like and so i mean it wasn't that you know he didn't have nothing to hide he didn't mean nothing by it he just kind of talks like that sometimes but the way it came out just didn't hit right so right. and then you on the hormones so every, everything, I mean, you know sensitive. everything is sensitive so i'm like looking at him sideways like did, oh, you, right. did you did you really just oh, fix your mouth to say that right. <laughs> you hear me i'm just saying and then and then on top of that, like, i gotta break i gotta stop the whole conversation we gotta time <laughs> out this right. situation so that I could get clarity on who we even talking about because you don't want to tell me to somebody I don't know and I don't even like how you said that. Right. That's an extra suspect. You know what I'm saying? I mean, now I gotta scroll through your phone and see if you got problems. <laughs> don't even listen. If you if you if you <laughs> fix your mouth to say something to me, <laughs> it's gonna be largely problematic. So I just feel like I just feel like we need to know how to engage with that and so i think to get to get us going with that we have an expert joining us today and his name is steven dixon and i believe he goes by stephen james dixon oh, okay. and i want to get right, right, right. <laughs> i want to give our listeners a little bit of information about our guest who's about to hop on and join us today really quickly so so stephen james dixon is a relationship expert and author of two books uh, one is called Men Don't Heal, We Hope. And the other is Love Capacity. He is a, a, a husband of 15 years to his lovely wife, Lamisha, and is a doting father to his two children. Stephen has shared his relationship expertise nationwide and has been featured on CNN, The Doug Banks Morning Show, Tom Joyner Morning Show, Ricky Smiley, and Michael Bazin, just to name a few because ain't nobody got time to run through his laundry list of accolades <laughs> listen uh ladies let's all welcome my good friend soon to be your good friend to the show the illustrious stephen james dixon welcome stephen thank you so much for having me uh are we gonna add like the the applause into the oh, into uh, uh, <laughs> oh please we just add that in it's a feature you'll figure it out look it's a feature We'll see. We'll see. The crowd screaming. Maybe, maybe, maybe Noma or Adelise got some, uh, got some, uh, sound effects. We can figure it out. The the big one. Just go big with it, Adelise. Like, yeah, the the Superdome. Okay. You know, like Beyonce just came out. Just Google Beyonce at the Superdome. But, and just download that sound effect. Yeah, use that audio. We'll see. We'll see see what we can do. Well, we're so glad that you're here today, Stephen. We are talking uh, today about the privacy divide and whether or not wives have um, a right to their husband's private space. 
Um, so, so, so Stephen, I really want to pose this question to you. When we're talking about seriously dating relationships and marriages, um, there's several schools of thought, right, about the discussion, especially because we're living in this digital age, right? Um, but to kick us off, I mean, tell us, Stephen, what are what are your general thoughts on the ideas of privacy within a marriage? Well, first of all, we talking about both ways, right? Because you said wives have the ability to search and illegally obtain and all kind of stuff. I need to I need to know where the wallet at. I need to know what a secret bank account is. Right. While, while my wife is going through my phone, I'm sitting next to her going through her phone. Right. <laughs> you know, like we doing both at the same time. Uh, well, well, really, um, I, I compare it to the miseducation of dating. Um, mm. There's so many things that happen in dating that uh, ill prepares for marriage. So, for example, we all come from households where we share everything as a family with our fathers and mothers and husbands, wives, brothers, and sisters. And then we go into dating where we learn that there's mine and there's yours. Mm-hmm. And so uh, especially as we go in and out of dating relationships. So I have one boy, one girlfriend. I I, I don't want to share with her. I want to protect my things. She's protecting her things uh, because we don't know if this is going to last or not. And so that relationship ends. I go to the next relationship. Again, we recommit ourselves to mine versus yours. And then we get married. And it's a transition from mine and yours into sharing again. Now, mm-hmm. as natural initially to share. But then we're taught through the miseducation of dating that it's mine versus yours. And so now it's very difficult because it's no longer natural to share. So when you come into marriage. Let me just just interject real quick, Stephen, because I just I'm a little bit confused because I feel like women don't necessarily always enter into relationships like that. I feel like a lot of women enter into relationships open. It depends. Yeah, it depends. It depends. Yeah, it but, depends. Um, okay. the, the natural sense of woman is to continue to share from family through dating and things of that nature. But it's all a learned process of like when, when you're dating a person, for example, you don't, a woman wouldn't hand a man her debit card and her pin code and her social security oh. number or whatever, you know, not within a few months. You got a woman right. has to know that first that she can trust that man right. with her information. So that's a learned process that you have to undertake, right? So that's right. why I call it the miseducation of dating. So yes, women naturally want to trust and naturally want to give trust, but then you also have to protect yourself too, right? Because some men are not there for the long-term relationship. They're there to take advantage of the woman. We've all seen and witnessed that. Right. And so, uh, it, it's, it, it becomes a natural mind versus yours. From a woman's perspective, it's definitely different because they're not doing it from a selfish, uh, privacy perspective. The average woman, not you ladies, not I would assume too. My wife in the same vein. Um, but for men, it is definitely, uh, for the most part, we're trying to hide something and we're initially taught, um, even if it's not intentionally, that we are not to share with women. Okay. So, so lead us into this. So we, so we, so we go from the dating situation, right? Where we have this mine versus yours. And then, um, after you've done that several times over and you find someone and you say, I want to make this one last forever, um, you get married. And then that transition looks like what? Yeah, uh, for me, uh, for women, a lot of times, let's start with women. For women, because it's three dope, three dope wives. So let's start yeah. with women. Yeah, so for women, a lot of times, <laughs> it is now a breath of fresh air to do what is natural to them, which is to share and, and begin the process of building together. For men, a lot of times, it is a, it has to be an intentional 
transition to say, hey, you almost have to be told, hey, now go share with woman. You know, mm. now trust woman with everything you have. Now give woman everything that God gave you to give to her. Right. And so uh, almost everything that I had to do, even in my marriage, and I was a man that wanted to be married, um, even even after that, it still was almost a learning process the entire way through. Um, uh, the story I tell in this kind of subject matter is when me and my wife were married about six months, she was going through my phone and I got, got upset and snatched my phone. And she somehow uh, drew from the wives of the universe and history and was able to. <laughs> Uh, just, just, just the powers came down like real Wonder Woman the in the crib, you know. And she, <laughs> like, I saw it, like, I, like, you know, like Shogun Master Warrior, like a, a pink fluorescent light just started to come amongst her, and I was, I was, I was shocked by what was taking place because it was the first time, you know what I mean, like the first of many going forward, right? But it was the first time I wasn't prepared, and she mm. snatched the phone back from me and said, "I will go through your phone anytime I want." And nah, threw the phone on, period. Yeah, threw my phone, my brand new phone, on the floor and stomped it to death. Stomped oh, that. That's all I'm saying. It, 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 it's I'm just, I'm just sending love emojis uh, through the universe to my homegirl <laughs> for representing for the wifehood. I'm just saying, represent wife. It's still hard for me to talk about. Don't. It's don't still hard wrong. for me to talk about. It left. It left you a little you bit of PTSD. Yeah, man. I mean, I got used to it over time, but that first time is always hard to get over, right? <laughs> and so, but what I really remember about that story is how, in 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 her smashing of the phone, I kind of like checked out. And what I do is I try to pride myself on being able to look at the conversation, like literally, like take my spirit outside of my body and float above it and look upon it. And I said to myself, I think she can look through my phone. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I really think you know, about that. realization. Initially, like when you came to that realization, were you like, "Oh crap!" Like, um, for me, it was like, how how would I justify not to share with the person I'm supposed to be building with? Preach, okay, right? right? Like, how would I do that? Like, and I started to think about, and so it wasn't again backing up. It wasn't about hiding something initially, right? It was first about it's mine versus yours. Yours. Right. And, and you don't get to go through mine. You just don't. Right. Like, I'm not hiding anything, but you don't get to go through mine because it's mine. it's mine. Right? Yeah. And, and she you was like, like, no. Noma. Right. And she was like, and she was like, no, there is no mine. That's ours. And I said, like, oh, yeah. I I right. Who texting us? 
Right? Mm. Like, I, I think I read that somewhere. You know why? Let me think, let me think about it. And then went to that voice like, oh, for real? Wait, time out. Like, this is when you call a time out and you need that lifeline. Mm. They talk about you got to call a homie. Like, hey, man, you've been married 10 years. Um, <laughs> <laughs> has this happened to you before? You know what I mean? And I poll a couple cats. And then, of course, I know the ones that's going to say, man, hold your phone, man. Don't let her look through your phone. That's right, it. Once right, you go right, through the right, phone, right. brother. You know, but then I decided I have nothing to hide. Right? Mm-hmm. I have nothing to hide. Um, and my wife can go through my phone because I don't know how to build, invest. Um, just I can't do that with someone that I feel that I have to, you know, hide things from. Like I can't compromise for you. I can't sacrifice for you when I don't know what you're doing and you don't know what I'm doing. How are we going, how are we spending our life together when there's secrets? There can be no secrets. So when it comes to like underlying underlying reasons, um, what are why are some people why do people find such offense in being open about their personal space and belongings? Yeah, it's a it's a like I said, it's a natural sense that you learn when you're dating. Um, I have a couple that I was working with a couple months ago, where the husband would not allow the wife to open mail that came to his house in his name. Um, mm-hmm. not, not that, not that wait, is. Wait, wait, he was like, he had the mailbox fixed. Yeah, you can know if, if you can get it at the mailbox and you can bring it in the house, but you got to set your power over there and my power over here, you know. No, wow. sir, and, I'm opening yeah, the mail. Yeah, <laughs> and he, and he, but, and he just had, it was, it was deep within him that you don't need to go through my stuff. You know, it was never mm-hmm. about I'm hiding something or whatever. It's not like and people think that all the time that when someone says you can't look at this, is that you're trying to hide something. Well, no, some people is just deep seated, rooted. That is mine. Like, why do you need it? Like, what, what is your business to go through my stuff? And I had to really just take time and work with that brother one on one to convince mm-hmm. him of the future of marriage Whereas one that you have secrets and then where do the secret, where does the secrecy line end? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I can't go through your phone. I can't, or, or, or does that then mean I can't go through your mail? Then does that mean that, you know, I can't go through your laptop or your e- and email? And really the, the words we use sometimes are harsh. Like we're saying we can't go through as if we're a private detective of some sort or we're looking for some particular information. It may just happen that I left my phone at home or whatever and my wife is not. You know, uh, seeking, you know, uh, prostitute, prosecutor, how do you say it? Prosecutorial, prosecutorial, <laughs> you know, information against me. It may not be that she's, you know, having a forensic, you know what I'm saying, investigation Resident of my right? phone. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, it may be that, she, that my phone is there and she wanted to do so. It's, I'm one of those people that's always doing something like the three dope wives. So I may have to go through, listen to the podcast <laughs> on the iPhone to see how it's different to listening to it on the Android. Or I won't take a picture, do a video. I you literally would like to have an Android and an iPhone, right? But then, of course, that would be too much because then she'd have to go through both of them. And right. Just, much, that's you know just too much like, work. Yeah. <laughs> so I just use the phone. You know what I'm saying? And so, right. but yeah, the, the, but just the fundamental, deep-seated, deep-rooted, uh, it is mine. And it's not yours. For men, it has to be an intentional transformation process of saying, hey, man, don't hide, share, be open so you can build together. You can't build when there are secrets. What are you going to do, build on top of the secret? Right. Right. So are there things that, like, it could be anything, but are there things that can remain private in a marriage? I don't think, you have to give, you have to offer me some because I can't (laughs) think of any. 
And I can right. think of anything. So maybe like romantic no. past, past relationships. Yes, that would be the only one. Is that I don't no, hear that shouldn't about be a secret for me. I don't know why that should be a secret for me. Well, meaning I don't have conversations about women I've been with to my wife. I like um, those conversations. It, it teaches on definitely, right? But I don't, I don't, <laughs> oh, I don't I want to. I, I need to know like, what it means that that I like to hear them not because I want to ponder on them, but I like to hear them because I want to know what it is that happened in the past. I but just like to want to hear it. But how does it serve you? It serves me in the sense that, for example, if 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 things had happened in the past that the guy didn't like, I don't want to repeat those. But, I mean, but can't you just discover be- that within your your situation? Mm-hmm. But then, it, you know, it, it's experience that, I mean, you, I mean, the experience has to, when you hear about the experience, that is even more, that's much better than just, you know, oh, just talking about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can discover some things, and you could definitely like. The, I like the the investigatory. I'm trying to use big words. Earlier. Investigatory. <laughs> I just I just learned. Listen, I just learned it on Sunday basics, mornings. Bro. I'm gonna do basic smart, words on TV. Sunday morning. You, you is smart. Yeah, to, I'm slow down on the big words for the rest of the morning. Um, it, it, when it, when it, I understand the premise of trying to learn more about your spouse but it has to be tastefully done so for example i'm not gonna say to my wife yeah the way lacandra used to you know lacandra yeah lacandra is the one because it was me right right. and notice those words are pronounced correctly now at least correctly shaquanda that's correct pronunciation right so i'm not gonna say to my wife shaquanda used to toot it up like this so i want you to do it like that the way she did right i'm not doing that you know what i'm saying no, girl, that's not the way Shaquanda did it. You need to do it like this. <laughs> let me call her. Hold on. Hold on. Let me call her. Let me call her. No, don't call her from right. my phone because then you're going to go through my phone and think I called her. No, let's call Shaquanda from your phone because you don't yeah. my phone. And think I, I don't want to do all that. I can say to her, and I think that's a good conversation to have with your partner, is to say specifically what you like sexually. Um, that's a whole other podcast because people are not actually good at saying what they want, what they need, what gets them to the point of where they're happy and satisfied. And right. some people don't take that well. Yeah, yeah, some, some people, people don't, don't know. know. Right. A lot of people don't know. Most people may not know. We could just say no, that. Most they don't, you don't know what you like until somebody do it and you're like, hey, okay. Right. And then you have to be tasteful enough and careful enough to explain your desires. So some people think that past relationships are just not relevant to what's now, especially if it was like, let's just say like a high school relationship that you had and you got married, you know, shortly after or in in your 20s or young, what have you. And some some people are like, it's just irrelevant. Like if you didn't experience something, I guess, um, either like a bad relationship or even a good, like it's just not relevant for what where i'm at right now so yeah, i feel I, like you don't you almost you don't need yeah you don't need unless it's something that impacted me that that could potentially impact us that's what yeah, i just that's, feel yeah. like it's irrelevant that's what i'm uh, first to the listeners i want to say to the listeners out there that the three dope wives 
uh, all visual, and they they didn't let me be visual with them. Like my audio. Oh please! Oh no, Steven <laughs> Technology it's, it's, is. You know what I'm saying? Like I just wanted the listeners to know. The, when they is, please put that in the comments. No. Why are mistreating the guests? No. Like so all okay, them no. to the listeners out there. They Ask all Steven why you gotta be home, special and why you gotta on. be different. Lakendra got something. I only know what to call that. What you call that thing? Lakendra, you got on your head right there. It's a head wrap. See, I like okay. That, I didn't know the, it's Sunday morning. I ain't gonna take no chances on another <laughs> difficult word. So I let oh. head wrap. I can say that, you know. What I'm okay. Saying? And so and so yeah. Uh, I, I'm not I'm not visual to the listeners out there. Um and so uh yeah uh back wait say the, say the question again because I was so upset see, about it. See, the, uh, I said <laughs> that um I just think that past re- past relationships or things that have been in the past pre marriage, I feel like some of them could be irrelevant. Like if it's not something that affected me that could potentially affect us, then like why? The average why? person does not know where to draw the line when talking about their past experiences. They're just not skillful enough to to know what is relevant uh to the conversation at hand. You know, like they don't know how to separate out okay, I, I went too far when I talked about, you know, how my ex, you know, did this or whatever. And so I just try to advise people not to bring it up. Um, I try to advise, like I have a couple where um, an ex-wife, no, a wife uh, called an ex-husband, I mean, a, a wife called an ex-boyfriend, a long-time ex-boyfriend, like five years, you know, together or whatever, and they still had a cool relationship. And so she called and vented to the ex about oh, what was no. going on in the marriage. Yeah, that's a no-no. That, that's, that's a no-no. No. That's, that's, okay. no, that's, that's, that's a that's right. an ex- Yeah, that's a no-no. And then, and then they started in the marriage. Right. Then they, in the marriage, they started referring to the person by name. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the husband would be like, well, when you call, you know, Keandre, you said this and you said that. And I'm like, wait, 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 slow down. First of all, we're not going to call him by name no more. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't want to be right. comfortable in the marriage of right. us saying the names of X. Like, that's painful. And, he, and he, he doesn't even understand that every time he says another man's name that he was with his him. wife for five years, it hurts him. Yeah. It does. Now she's thinking about that. Yeah. yeah. Right. And she's, and she's oblivious to the pain because it's just, you know, Keandre. Like, she's not thinking about the pain or whatever. And so she's oblivious to it. She doesn't understand. She thinks we're just having a conversation. Right. Where right. she doesn't know it is literally right now tearing her husband down, building resentment, building anger. And this is going to all come out tomorrow, next week, next month, next year to where it's very difficult to forgive and move forward from. And so I try to just advise people, unless you've got something that you are positive, adds value to the conversation, not necessarily understanding, right? Because sometimes we try to force understanding everything not meant for everybody to understand, you know what right. I'm saying? So, so sometimes you got to just say, you know what, I'm going to figure out another way to communicate how I feel. If I go down this road, it doesn't work. My wife and I have never been about that life of exchanging any kind of communication about something from the past. Um, it just doesn't, it just doesn't benefit us. And like, I, it just, we don't do that. You know, like, like, like Kendra said, we'll explore each other. We'll discover each other. Um, I do challenge us to actually talk about what we like, but we, I talk about what I like from what I like and not that someone else did something to me or whatever. Like, for example, I know what I like in my head, uh, that happened to me, you know, whenever. And I now can just translate to my wife. Can you do this for me? 
you know, right, like, right. yes, I reinforced the ceiling fan. It's going to be fine. Like, I know, <laughs> you know, I'm going to help you up there. It's a ladder. When I move the ladder, I know what to do now. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's going to be fine from up there. You can swing around and hop when off and let go. When I say let go, let go. Don't, don't wait. Don't think about it. Trust me. When I say let go, just let go. You're going to land right on it. We're going to continue. It's going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so but i want to give some space to uh to what you know um to what uh, noma was saying please so, that way as, as, so i mean does that does that make <laughs> does that make sense though as far as not needing to know i feel like i feel like I, at some point i'm just need to do an intervention i just feel like y'all young and your marriage you might need a little little help little guidance because i just feel like some stuff could be damaging but we don't want to we don't want to dwell there but i just want to acknowledge my homegirl in the space yeah uh if you have something that some some baggage your bag lady or bag man you know that you're carrying around with you um you definitely should identify that and seek help about that issue that doesn't yeah. mean it's an issue that you know we're discussing about in, in our marriage or, our, or whatever you know you got to do I, I i pride on telling people to do what is responsible for the marriage. Like if if you're suffering and it's impacting the marriage negatively, get help. Don't just talk. Get help. If you feel like it's some scars that you haven't healed from in your past and things like that, then get help. You know what I mean? Or you know, just talking about it. A, a lot of times, what happens is let's just run through the scenario. A lot of times, uh, you know, real talk, three dope wives. Uh, a, a young lady may have been assaulted to some, you know, thing in college or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And so she doesn't know how to deal with it. You know, she's not qualified to deal with her own anguish and emotional distrust of men and things of that nature. And so mm-hmm. she now tells a man who doesn't know how to deal with it either, what do we solve? What do we gain? What do we learn? How do we mm-hmm. heal? You know what I mean? Like we did nothing, you right. know? So so at most what you would say is, you know what? Something happened to me in college and um, I think I need to go get help. And I would like for you to come and, you know, uh, have me in a safe environment where I know how to formulate my words, you know, so mm-hmm. that you can understand. Because a lot of times as men, we're for protect, you know, keep safe. Like what? Like I'm going to go find the dude that's now, you know, married with kids on the other side of the country and you right. know, give, give him the business. Now, what am I going to do? You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. we got to be prepared. Like, what are we going to do about this pain that we have? Right. So right. sex is 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 a touchy topic when we talk about um when we talk about privacy, right? Just because um and I would say and I I fully believe this that 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 sex is really kind of it's really the and it should be in my mind the epitome of intimacy that you share with your spouse, right? Um it, it you can't get no closer. <laughs> right? So so with that in mind, you know, I find it interesting that people have the ability to share their bodies, but don't want to share your phone. Like, how does that how does that even make sense at all? Period. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Um, it's a great question. It's, it's one of those questions that's, that is so great that there's no direct or scientific answer um, because it's different for everybody. Um, I, I correlated back to the miseducation of dating again, where mm-hmm. we learn to give in to our feelings of desire, um, while at the same time not fulfilling our desire to have full and complete trust. Trust is not needed to, to fulfill my desire. 
right? Trust is not needed to fulfill this little itch I got, you know, to get some affection. Um, and so, so, so for, for people just got to get back to having, you know, some sense of values, morals, principles. I, 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 I like to see myself as a high principled individual. And you got to know who you are, know what you want, know what you value, you know, right. and, and, if, and, and, and really, if you're a person that does that, um, just know who you are and embrace it. Right. But isn't it, though? I mean, isn't it? I mean, outside of principles, I mean, don't you have to have a level of trust to, like, get Bucky naked with a whole human being? Like, don't. Really I so. mean, I, I, how, come I, I don't, how do I know you ain't going to bite something important on me that I, that I can't bite? <laughs> Listen, I have seen some things in the news. Listen, offline, I'm going to tell y'all what I've seen happen to a gentleman in the news. But I'm going to just say, I'm just saying, it wasn't my story. But It's people people that met at the protest this morning. uh, You feel me? You feel me? You know, right. Protesting uh, the George Floyd uh, murder in Minneapolis. It's people who met at the protest this morning. And and went to the house and got it popping after the protest because they turned each other on because they're both out here fighting for social injustice and they don't know each other from nowhere and they're both nasty and dirty because they're right, right, right. all dirty <laughs> and then and then they go tooted up you know you what I'm saying it's tooted up in the air it's in the sky right you know and so, so and so and so Lakendra you might have you know principles that the average person the common person just does not have right i mean this is the reason why the okay the so so, so it's me not it's attack. me not them so sex isn't intimacy anymore it's transactional it's really not yeah it, for the it, for the rest of us on the call we we got it uh, okay right. okay all right all right it's well we, 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 we can hey, move can we, can we just move wait wait we'll move it along hey, what? Uh, can we mute LaKendra, y'all? Because she's not really qualified. Hey, that hate is so real. She's not really qualified. Let the other two dope wives handle this segment of the conversation. Oh, all right. Know you know what? Said. You know what? I don't have to take this. Noma, you got it. Okay. So please, please, so. Noma, please receive that hate that she just slid over there to your window. <laughs> she said, Noma, you got it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hey. Oh my God. Okay, so just to just to um change the topic a little bit, and money, you know, like a lot of women think about or they have this leave him account. Is it wrong for a woman to keep secret where money is considered to be safe, oh or when money is concerned to be to be to be safe? That's a whole other podcast. Um, because of course, <laughs> money, <laughs> money is the. I'll try to. I'm not going to be able to. Y'all have to cut me off. Uh, money is the number one uh, reason for divorce, right? And um, it is not necessarily because of how one particular person spends it. It is about how – it's about your concept of money, right? Like mm-hmm. like the fundamental, are you, are you a saver or are you a spender? Like how are we going to build our wealth together, you know, is the reason why people cannot work through their financial obligations. Like when I go to my wife and I say, hey – you know, let's save this down payment for a house. And she's like, nah, but I need that purse though. You know what I'm saying? Like, like those types of things that, that, that crack, start to crack the foundation of marriage. Right. And so, so finances, man, it's just really, really difficult to balance that. And a lot of times I have to actually go, you'll be surprised how many marriages I've sat down with and created a budget. Like, while knowing, like, they don't even get this. Like, this is just an Excel spreadsheet, and I'm just showing you how to tell you. Like, if you have a car 
incident today that cost you five hundred five hundred dollars, how this affects your budget in August. Like I could I could put that in a in a, in a formula in a math program in a, in a simple Excel word sheet, and I could tell you how to use it and give you all the tools, but you still don't conceptually understand money. You know, some people understand that I spend what's in my account. You know what I'm saying? As long as I got two cents before my next direct deposit, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? As long as my bills are paid, I'm good. And and I, even myself, I had to transition myself a couple of years back from a person who spent what was in the account. Like, like I was the type of person, all bills paid, now I'm spending the rest. That was just what I did. I didn't know no better. So where now I'm looking at, okay, what do I have in my savings? What do I have in my 401k? Um, you know what? I can actually have a plan to pay off a bill. When can I pay off this house? Like knowing the day that I can pay off my house, knowing the day that I can pay off my car, knowing the day I'll have enough money for college for my kids and things of that nature. Like we're not taught a lot of those things to, you know, conceptualize, theory, dream about, you know, and then set path, set a path forward. It's just so, very difficult to so do. So, Stephen, okay, so going back to privacy or secrecy, and, and I'm going to ask you to, if you can, um, distinguish the two and if there's a difference that but before you do that what about the leave him account is it wrong question yeah you Um, didn't is it wrong for a woman to keep the secret where money's like like i'm I'm gonna keep my little stash over here just in case so is it i mean is it wrong is it is that a private is that a privacy thing or a secret thing and then if you can distinguish the two between privacy and secrecy I don't know. I can only answer one question at a time. Okay. Okay. At least be doing too much. Yes. And these compounds. I'll ask I'll you again. I already told you I can't do, do complicated words early in the morning. You want to ask compliments. That's what I'm talking about. The three dope wives. It is definitely wrong to have any separate accounts um, because, number one, you couldn't put an amount on the account. Right. Like, so, okay, LaMisha got, LaMisha got account, a leave him account. And it's got $10,000 in it. Okay. Bet. Well, my leave her account got to be 1.2 million. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I mean, who, who decides how, what is the amount of the leave person? Like, like, and how did that, how does that impact the marriage when it becomes a competition? And then that. What if the husband into, doesn't know about the account? It's just wrong. Like it's it seeds. So it's wrong. It, it seeds dissent. <laughs> into the right. marriage like the, the you cannot build and destroy at the same time at the same or, or, time right you cannot or, or let me rephrase you cannot build and prepare for destruction at the same time like i cannot love and hate at the same time i cannot make plans to build the future with you and at the same time invest in leaving you like that does not work it's counterproductive you can't do either one of them well and ultimately the negative will prevail when you do that type of thing so you cannot have a leave him account what you can have is an account that you're going to pay a counselor to help you work through your issues that that get that account account you know what i mean and so and so sometimes it just takes time man like i i just i just don't believe in anything take daily taken away from the, the potential for a marriage to grow, evolve, and be amazing. Don't limit your marriage. Put everything you have into your marriage. Every dime you have, every ounce of energy you have, everything you could think of. Put every marriage requires. Every, marriage is the most difficult thing that any of us will ever attempt to accomplish, mm-hmm, right. and it requires all of you in order to be successful. You, no one can put in half 
in marriage. No one can just, let me just give a little bit of what I have to the marriage. Let me just focus in on it on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You know what I'm saying? Let me just, let me just, right, right, part time. Like I work eight to five. Okay, so let me work on the marriage from from from, from seven thirty to ten fifteen every day. It does not work. Marriage does not work at all like that. It requires everything you have mentally, emotionally. You have to learn. You have to just just really like I'm fifteen years in. I'm still learning. Fifteen years in, right. like I'm still like, okay, what did you say, babe? Like, okay, say that to me again. Like, and she, I said that to you before already one time. Did she smack me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then I think more to smack. Cause I don't believe right. in the in the violence. So I could right. never hit a woman. Uh. She she stole on me, hit me with a combination three four times. <laughs> but I'm still like trying to understand what did she say because I need to understand. And then things. Oh, the thing I'm, I'm working with couples right now is so difficult. I'm working with couples right now on. Uh, leaning less on explaining your point and leaning more on learning their point, right? Mm, like that's what I'm, like I'm trying that's to work. Like so I'm just hard. Like, right. So I'm actively saying like, okay, and even to myself, Stephen, if you understand her point, maybe we'll get there. You see what I'm saying? Whereas right. we are taught like I need to keep talking, and I'm gonna magically say the words that will make her understand me. Right. It don't work. You know, no, I tell couples like once you I said, go oh, once you had an argument for about 30 minutes, it's a wrap. Everybody yep. dug in. Everybody feel how they feel. No one has ever after four hours just been like, oh, why didn't you I say that it. at the first? Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Like you should have just said it like that at the beginning four hours ago. No, four <laughs> hours in. I don't care what you're talking about. Your mama ugly. Your brother always taking all the money. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just gonna get right. uglier and uglier and early uglier. Hello, Stephen, let me just let me just cut in here. Just the, on the, in, on, the on this right. I know because in this piece here where um where we're talking about this leave him account. I mean, oh. you know that you know that comes from uh the traditional marriage structure wherein husband goes out earns the money wife stays home takes care of the household and children right and so there are still families with that structure like right now that's my current family structure right my husband goes out he earns the money brings it home and then I go out and I spend it but I make sure that we have all the things we need in our home but the thing is this I am not an earner right like um whatever little money I might make is not going to take care of the household. He earns all the money and he's, he basically has veto power over whatever I might do financially. Right. And so if I'm feeling, and I don't, but you know, because my husband's not that guy, but if I am that woman who feels like I just need to have a little security account. You know what I'm saying? And maybe we, maybe we're not framing it right and calling it a leave him account, but maybe it's just like, you know, just gotta tuck a little something away in case it's a rainy day, in case he decides his secretary is sexier than you. And (laughs) you know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't want to be finding yourself in that situation like Angela Bassett in uh what's that movie you know what i'm talking about where she throw the throw the cigarette and light the car on fire uh come on now wait hell you don't want to be you don't want to be angela bassett in that situation where you gotta fight for the like you might be like you know what let me just i got a little money he gave me i'm just gonna stack it to the side because you know if you're feeling if you're feeling froggy you know i'm gonna be able to live cool on my little leap pad you know what i'm saying so 
maybe we're not framing it correctly, but when you think of it in that light, Stephen, does it change your perspective? Hold on. I just found out y'all got a chat window. Hold on. <laughs> Get up out the chat, Stephen. That uh, ain't even. <laughs> let me write. Let me type it out for y'all. The answer is I don't no. I, no I, I, <laughs> to the leave him account. What else can I type in this chat? I don't care. I don't care <laughs> how y'all Brilliant. phrase it, phrase it. Can I spell phrase on a Saturday morning? Uh, no leave. He's really typing this account. out, y'all. I don't got time. No leave. Oh, okay. Oh, my bad. I just went to my little zone, y'all. You want to want? Okay, the listeners can't see me typing. Oh, because the only not. people that can see, because the only people that can be seen is the three dope wives, basically. So they can't see me. Listen, if you the camera on, need to keep we can see you too. Look, oh, that's on me. My bad. That's, that's on, on you. Me. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Let me see if I know. <laughs> Thirty Bye minutes man. in, y'all. I am furious and livid right now. <laughs> Y'all can see me. I can't even see myself. No, you, you, whatever, no, we can whatever cover you. you have on your camera, you need to remove it. I don't know. You're a black on. square because right cu- you cut you cut your camera on, and you're a black square. This this thing is too fancy for me. This what y'all. Oh doing? come this, on! You know you I know you living that. in Zoom meetings right now, know. along with the rest of the world. It's too fancy. I don't know what y'all uh-uh. did. No, you did this. Maybe something got unplugged. I cannot. It should be good. <laughs> well, while you looking, while you uh, looking, the answer is still no. It's still no. I don't. I'm not even trying to think. I was not thinking about <laughs> the it. The answer is still no. <laughs> the answer is still no. Okay. Yeah, I just no. wanted to make still sure no. we framed um, it. Um, there is no, there is no leave him account. Like I, I don't. Okay, let me. Y'all definitely can. Uh-huh, I, I'm definitely open. Call it a rainy day account. Whatever you want to call it. Whatever <laughs> you want to call it. Uh, so okay, you know. so there shouldn't be a separate account. Period. <laughs> no, no, no. See, that's another conversation too. Like I teach couples to have. Me and my wife do have a separate account. It ain't no leave him. Let me check her account right now. Hold when on. you say separate account, like personal account for you guys. We, we have okay. The way I teach money is we have four accounts, right? Okay. So we have a we have a savings account. Uh, we have my four year old, oh five year old now is waving at me. We have a savings account. We have a um a, account that we pay all of our bills from, and then I have a personal account and she has a personal account. Thank we God. both have the same. Okay. Yes, we both have the same amount. Mm-hmm. Of money that goes. Actually, she has a little bit more than I do. I don't know why. I, I, did, I lost. It's one of those I lost. It's one of those I lost. You know, you lose them sometimes. Um, but we both have a personal account for like, you know, things like she won't get her nails done. That ain't my business. Go get your nails done. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. go get my hair cut. You know, whatever. I won't go out with my fellas or whatever like that or whatever. You know, we have that kind of account. Um, there is. I don't know how to. And 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 my household is, is currently set up. The way yours is, LaKendra, whereas I'm the earner, I make the money, she taking care of all these bad kids. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, and I think that you cannot invest in both at the same time. You cannot invest in our marriage and family being successful, right? We're investing in the success of marriage, right? right. We can't do that. And at the same time, you invest in the next marriage that you're going to be in because you, you're preparing yourself to leave. As a matter of fact, I do not want you to prepare yourself to leave. I want you to make yourself stay. I want, I want to take away from you 
all items that 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 enable you to be able to leave. How about that, three dope wives? How about no, that? I mean, I want listen, it all taken I, I away. I agree with you. And I, I want think it all mostly. taken. I want you to have. No, I want you to come home and be like, man, I wish I could leave. But I, man, I got nowhere to go. I can't, I, you, everything tied up in this. Everything tied up together. I hate him yeah. so much. I'm going to have to go in the other. I'm going to sleep in the other room for man, a couple but you months. You're going to be up under this roof, help. though. Right. I'm going to be up under this roof. Uh, I'm going to have to go sleep in the other room for a little bit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Until we work through it. Now, of course, abuse is something totally separate. That's what I was going to say. What of abuse? Right. Abuse is yeah. something totally separate. Like, I, I have a, a podcast called Divorce is Not an Option, right? And so I always get in this argument with people about abuse. And I say, divorce is not an option has nothing to do with abuse because abuse is personal. Marriage is two people. Like, I would never advise someone, you know what? Just let them punch you in the face one more time and it's going to be okay. Mm, right, right. right. Is, so, so people look at this thing wrong. Right. Yeah. No one can tell another person how much abuse they can take. And so abuse is a personal decision. We're not even mm-hmm. talking about that. No one should right. ever talk about abuse in terms of marriage. Like like I'm being abused. Should I stay in my marriage? That's not a question. No one should ever ask you first when you're being abused. Ask questions about how much abuse you can take. Right, because right. everybody's abuse level is different. It's so different. your abuse level, right? Your abuse level might mean, you know, this dude keep cussing me out. I can't handle it. That's on right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's emotional abuse. That's uh, verbal abuse. You can't handle it. You know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So don't do it. And so whenever right. I say divorce is not an option, I'm talking about two people. When you say what about mm-hmm. abuse, you're talking about one person. That one right. person has to make a decision for themselves. I'm never talking about abuse ever. And so when you're talking about the leaving account again. I'm not considering abuse. That's how we get right. back around today. See what I'm saying? Like abuse right. is for your like like when we talk about abuse, then you do whatever you need to do for abuse. If you gotta set up a leave him account or whatever you gotta do for if you're being abused, then that is a personal thing that you've gotta handle yourself. Right? That mm-hmm. is not an advisory thing. That is not like cause because if you're being abused, I might tell you. Uh, if you're in charge of paying the mortgage, don't pay the mortgage. Just keep the mortgage money for three months and then you out. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. Like, take care of yourself when right. you're being abused. Don't consider the marriage. So I guess I guess to move us along, we're not. I mean, yeah, definitely. We. I don't know that you if you know this or not, Stephen, but our our slogan really is uh, for wives to do your part to uh, to get till death do you part. Right. So do your part till death do you part. Um, and the goal really is to try to go all in with your marriage right um and so i i i sharing your opinion in that you don't necessarily serve your marriage if you are making plans for an exit right um so so when we think about remedying that we think about uh opening up and and mending marriage relationships or those that struggle with trust and have concerns of of privacy and things such as this um is there ever a right or wrong time to to open up to share that secret to engage in critical conversations where that's concerned um good, good question uh because all of us have to learn how and when is the best time to communicate like one thing i i i, I openly disagree with some prominent people on on relationships is people who say we have to resolve something before we go to sleep like we're angry we need to talk well, you know, don't go to bed with this angry thing and all that kind of stuff. I totally 100% disagree with that. Mm. Um, communication is best done when we're in the right mindset to communicate. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I done worked hard. You done worked hard. We finally got the kids to bed. It's 1030. 
and now we got to talk about our major issue in our marriage. No, we're both tired. It's going to be a bad conversation. It's not going to go well. Right. right. And so, so number one, absolutely is, is, is imperative that we all learn when is the best time to talk to our spouses. For me, for example, I had to learn that when I'm angry, when my wife initially does something like she smacked me in the mouth or whatever, right? I have to initially <laughs> learn that it's not a good time for me to vent about her smacking me in the mouth when it happens. Because I'm one right. of those people, as you can tell, I got 10 things I want to talk about right now. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she smacked me in the mouth and that reminds me of something that happened yesterday and the week before. And now I want to talk about all those things right now on Tuesday when she smacked me in the mouth, right? What I learned yeah. from me is I'm a better communicator. When I've given myself time to calm down, right? And so I, now I go on Tuesday to 10 things I want to argue about to Thursday and three things I want to have a conversation about, right? right? So really, so really like on Thursday, I'm like, you know what? Oh, it's not 10 things. It's three things. And now I can communicate effectively without, uh, you know, throwing up on her, you know, without, uh, just giving her emotional talking about informational vomit yeah. right right informational right. vomit on her like I don't, I don't i can do that when i've taken the time to calm myself down and rig and really figure out what is bothering me right and then yeah. i gotta be able to look at her so now i know when to talk right so incident happens on tuesday i know i need two days to think about it and calm myself down because i can't go to my wife with this energy that i'm giving y'all right now miss lamisha don't play that she don't i can't take this to her Right. She just, yeah. she just don't. It's, it's not going to go well. You know no. what I'm saying? Like, I'm a little it's an L. Right. I'm going to get beat down. Right. I'm not going to be able to talk again. It's really the reason my visual is not working because of what happened yesterday. Right. Right. I don't want y'all to see what she did to me yesterday. Smack it up. You know, my, I can't even, my glasses don't even fit right no more. Right. Okay. So, um, and so, and so, so I take two days to calm myself down. So now I know how to talk about what I need out of the conversation. And then I look mm-hmm. at her. She's having a bad day. Right. Right. So so this is a big problem in marriage is that I'm ready to talk. She's not ready to talk. But oh, Mm -hmm. no, we talking. We talking. Right. Like, no, we're going to do it right now. You know what I'm saying? So I had to learn 15 years of marriage again. Right. I had to learn. Okay, I'm ready to talk on Thursday. You know what? She is not ready to talk because of something that happened to her on her Thursday. Kids driving her crazy, work driving her crazy, whatever, some type of disappointment. Her friends going through a situation. She giving all her energy to her friend whose uh, parent is struggling in the hospital with COVID-19 or whatever. So she's giving all of her emotional energy out for today. Mm-hmm. She don't have nothing to give me, and now I'm going to force her into a conversation. Now, marriage requires, like I said, all of us have to give everything to marriage. And so marriage requires that I carefully learn when is the best time for me to be an effective communicator. And at the same time, I carefully have to learn when is the best time to bring this issue to her and allow mm-hmm. her to be able to say to me, Hey, I can't talk about this right now. I have too many marriages. That's more about developing your, uh, I guess, learning your spouse and then developing that intuitive ability to sort of see, you know, what is going on with them so that you can, I want to say, effectively minister to that need. Right. So I, I see that this is what you're dealing with and I'm putting myself to the side because it, it doesn't really serve in this moment. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that was a lot on a Sunday morning. That was it was very <laughs> complex words that we ran through. Um, I, I I prefer to keep it a little bit simple and say when is the best time to talk. Yeah, right. You know, 
and that and that and that comprises of me, her, what's going on. Like I can't talk to her while she's trying to cook dinner for the kids. Like that's ridiculous. I'm gonna come in the kitchen. Like, look, I've been thinking about you know our sex life. You know what I'm saying? Right as she mixing you know the ground beef for the spaghetti. You know what I'm saying? Like, like no, that, that doesn't work. She gonna pop to, you. <laughs> she gonna pop me with that spatula, which is what happened yesterday. Right, right. Hey, she must have told you already, Adelise. You know what I'm saying? So, right. And so you, 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 it's a marriage is so difficult that if you don't take at least this tool and figure out when is the best time to talk, like actively put input, I mean, put just a decision making process around when to have a communication with your spouse. And, yeah. and really what happens is we think, the goal is just to what you say, uh, uh informational throw up or what? What was your complicated? Right, I, was it wasn't complicated. It was just what? informational vomit. You used the term. I just rephrased. No, what was your it. fancy term, Lakendra? Do your fancy term. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> see, see, it's too, it's too, it's too complicated. We'll roll back the podcast. Right, right, we'll right. We'll figure it out later. You know, yeah, yeah. And so you have to be able to just go into relationships and marriage and be able to determine when is the best oh, time to give that. Uh, we, yeah, intuition. Well, even intuition to me it makes it complicated because some people will then say to me. So whenever I'm giving advice, Lakendra, I think about the things that I've said to people that they weren't able to have it resonate with their spirit at that time. So I'll say to a man, "Hey, man, you got to trust your intuition," and he'll say, "Well, what, what do you mean?" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. like yeah. we, we don't even have that. You, we'll have one of those. No, 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 no. no. Okay, so this is a much conversation for those of us that understand. But when you, when you're, when you're using that language, I would imagine when you're coaching yeah. someone that you're gonna say, you know, um, you know, you got, you have to trust yourself or trust your gut or trust your inner voice, right? All of these synonyms to intuition. No, actually, no, it is, it is not. It is, it is. I want it to be scientific. I want it to be. You know when is the best time to talk to your partner. I want you to figure out, like, I know not to try and talk to my wife on Tuesdays. Or Okay, I know not to talk to my wife after she'd been at work all day, she'd have came home, rushed, uh, got to women's Bible study, and now she's getting home at 10 o'clock. She had a full day. We don't mm-hmm. talk on Wednesdays. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, I need to know that. You know what I'm saying? Sunday morning, we're getting ready to go to church, blah, blah, blah. It's not a good time to talk Sunday morning. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Tuesdays is she working out with her girls and all that. She didn't worked out. She didn't went hard. They didn't ran. She tired. She tired. Don't bring in this drama on Tuesday night. You know what I'm right. saying? Like I, I need to know. Okay, Saturday afternoon, the kids are gonna take a nap, and we just doing nothing on a Saturday afternoon. Oh, she having a glass of wine. She chilling. Now I go to her and I say, Hey, can we have a conversation? Right? Yeah. And allow her to say no. I'm, I'm chilling right now. Can you hold on to that? And that's maturity. Yeah. That's maturity for each of us to say it is not going to be a productive conversation. Sometimes we miss, like, I just want to tell you how I feel. Grow up from that. It's not just about right. me telling you how I feel. It is about right. it, is, it is about coming up with an end result that works through the issue, and now we have a solution. So the point mm-hmm. of a conversation is to arrive at a solution. It is not for me just to vent to you how I feel. So the first thing we need to do is to make sure that we have, uh, one, figuring out what is our, what is our style of communication in our unique marriage situation. And then once you've got that figured out and you decide, uh, that you've got that right moment and you know, okay, I know when is the right time to talk to my spouse. When you do have that conversation, is it always best to be 
100% honest, right? I mean, cause, and, and, and I'm going to add a caveat to that. We're, I'm going to say 100% honest without, I want to say, um, sweetening up, right? The message. Is it, can I say what I need to say as raw as I need to say it when we're having this conversations? Hold on, type something in the chat. I'm gonna need you not to be typing in the chat. You need to disable this whole chat for him, please. I know, right? I already, right. Dis- I already disabled my visual, and now you trying to disable my chat ability. Uh, one of my white, one of my whites on the three dope podcast. podcast. So the guests have no rights on a three dope podcast. Redirection. Oh my god, this is so wrong for three. I'm a three dope husband. So question on the table, Steven. Honesty. Uh no, I do not believe in one hundred percent honesty. I do not. Um, and it's be. I mean, it's complex too. Like in terms of honesty, is always the best policy. But I've seen too many marriages that could not handle the honesty. Some people just are not equipped to handle the honesty. Some so people are lie? not equipped. Say that. Say that again. So do you lie? I never lie. Right. Okay. So I, 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 if you ask me a direct question, I have to answer it. I'm talking about when I offer you something that you did not ask me about that okay. may be detrimental to our marriage. And really, for me, it comes from a lot of times I'm guilty of a sin and I want to get that burden of carrying that sin around that I committed. I want to give it to you now. Right. Yes, so I want to tell you what I did, you know, instead of me going to get counseling, me going to get help, me figuring out how to, you know, forgive myself for my sin, learn from it and grow. I want to give that to myself. you to our I'm, yeah, I want to give that to you on you. So now you got to deal with it and you can't handle it. So I've had couples where the husband is cheated and then the husband finds God and then the husband wants to tell the don't wife, tell hey, wife, don't tell I me. Cheated. Don't listen. Let me live ignorant. Let me live blissfully yeah. in my ignorance. And the wife is like, oh my God. Like I, 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 and the husband is like, I have recommitted my life to God. I'm no longer that man. I've learned. I'm better. Um, we're gonna be great. You, I, I, I underappreciated you. Go with God. Go with right. God. <laughs> yes. And so, I, and he, he's perfect now. No. But because he's gonna admit to something he did five years ago. Now the future God. is over. You know what I'm yes. saying? And so, yes. and so that's difficult, but that's real. Like I've seen that happen. No, I, I agree with you because it's actually this happened in my own marriage. I mean, my husband got like convicted, and it wasn't cheating, but it was in my heart. It was cheating, so entertaining. It was entertaining, and mm-hmm. the fact so the fact of the matter is that when he decided he wanted to tell me what he did, I was just like, you know what, you did. You just really shattered my image of you. Uh-huh. in right. my mind because right. I was I was that woman to be like oh girl my husband he good he ain't paying no attention he half don't even see women when they walk past him girl he is oblivious he ain't worried about this that and the third and then you tell me some mess and I'm like oh, <laughs> oh. so you've been making me look oh. stupid this whole time oh. Right? Oh. <laughs> so I look oh 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 so and then you gonna go take our money up out of our house and go do your thing oh okay okay um no no sir we ain't gonna roll with it so i feel that that is a house somewhere she in a house somewhere talking about you right now bro (laughs) don't she in the office she in the office dog pull the cord out from the mic right right now 
<laughs> right now, right. I, I mean, I I, I think that is the realest thing ever to be able to say you can't handle the truth. Boom, mic drop. That is, you're right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, so so Steve, should a marriage remain? private or should you have an accountability partner so when you are messing up or you you're struggling with this whole honesty and 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 keeping things private or what have you should you have an accountability partner or something that someone that you can call when you are in the wrong absolutely i believe in multiple accountability partners um and a member of my church uh we are huddle leaders and coach leaders we have a life group where uh we we, we lead uh i don't know 12 couples or something like that hopefully in the right direction we also responsible for like another 230 people or something at the church that we have to check in as accountability partners and one of my first questions i ask of the other marriages when i talk to them is how is your marriage Right. How is your marriage? And, and so um, accountability, a marriage is not built for us for it to stand by itself. You have one of the reasons I joined the church is because one, the, one of the first times I was in service and our pastor said, if you want a divorce, you might as well just leave the church because I'm not going to condone your divorce. He said, just leave. Don't come to me asking, hey, is it OK? We get a divorce because he did this or she did that. He said, I'm not I'm never going to say yes. You got to work through. We got to figure it out. And so, you know, we got to just work, commit ourselves, commit ourselves to working through all issues and problems. Uh, mm-hmm. All of us need to have someone that we can talk to, probably multiple people. Right. And I say multiple because um, I don't want to tell one person everything about my marriage. Right. I don't want to mm-hmm. tell no more everything. I don't I want to tell no more a third, Lakendra a third and at least a third. Right. Right. Um, and, and, and really. This whole made up fear of somebody knowing my business is detrimental to marriage because the focus in marriage should be how do I get information to help me be successful in marriage, right? right? How do I get information to help me get be successful? And so many of us are so much more concerned about how we look than we are concerned about what's actually happening in our marriage. Like, I want you to think my marriage is good. Instead of me asking you, hey, have you ever dealt with this before? How do you right. handle this? You know, do you know someone that's had to do this before? What should I do about this? You know what I'm saying? So we can, as a matter of fact, every good the financial decision I've ever made in my life has come from me asking someone about it, right? So when I'm trying to buy a house, I didn't just go buy a house on my own. I called my man who bought a house. Dude, so what is this house process? Okay, this is what I did. I went over here and I did this, mm-hmm. and I got this interest rate. And look, and look out for when they're trying to add this fee to it. Okay, boom! I made a smart financial decision because I did some mm-hmm. research. Hey, you bought a car recently? What did you do? Where did you get your interest rate? You know what? If you go online, this is new bank called this and that, and they gave me you know two point five percent interest. Uh, oh, for real? Wait, okay, is that link? Okay, bet. Yeah, I'm gonna. You got everything else in life. We learn everything else in life. We're taught. I went to college. I picked up a trade. I learned. I studied. I tested myself. I retained information. Marriage is on the job training. We're learning as we're going in marriage. True. Right? And there's no one. My mother's been divorced four times. There's no one to give us information. She don't know how to do it. She can't tell me, okay, son, this is how you have a successful marriage. I'm not married. I've been divorced four times. This is how we do it. She can't do that. You know, and and, and that's not. I knock on my mother because she's amazing and I, I, I could really go through how all four of the marriages I don't think were her fault. 
I really can say that about her. Uh, while at the same time recognizing that any random person that walk in and say, I've been divorced for a time, I'm like, there's something wrong with you, you raggedy. That's what I would say about them, straight up. You know, right, right. But that that's just how it works. So this this whole thing, man, where we are, just don't do that. Like, to your listeners, just please don't, do not cover up what's happening in your marriage and allow it to deteriorate, you know, just while you're sitting there not knowing what to do about it. It, I so remember, I remember early on. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, so I would say, I would say that we're we're looking at a takeaway of marriages thrive in community. Their marriage thrive in community where you are receiving positive reinforcement and information right. to use in your marriage. These are tools right. that we're looking for in our marriage. So, so I was gonna ask Stephen real quick. I mean, um, so who are some people that you shouldn't discuss privacy issues with? Because that's a real thing too. Anyone that does not put your marriage first, right? Anyone that does not. That means that you have to be in community with your friends and say, hey, I want you to put my marriage first. Like, I think it's a very direct thing. I I, I don't, I don't, a marriage is one of those things where I don't want to figure out anything. I don't want to, you know, arrive at something I want to say. I want to know. I want to know that if I call LaKendra, about my marriage. LaKendra is about my marriage. That's who I call. Like I, I, I've talked to LaKendra. LaKendra, uh, if I call you and I say I'm getting ready to leave my wife, I want LaKendra no. to say, Not no, today. you're going back to your wife. She don't care the reason, right? And so those are the people. And so I have that agreement with a group of my male friends that when I'm out of line, I need someone that's going to hold me accountable that knows my wife who mm-hmm. is married, right? My friend is married. He knows my wife. My wife knows him. Our families are connected. He's not He's not going to let me tell him something that's ridiculous about my wife. You know what I'm saying? Like you, that, that's, that would be the first thing. Someone who knows your partner. So if I go to my homeboy and say, yo, Lamisha's just in the house, man. She cussing me out every day. He like, man, come on, dude. Lamisha don't get down like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know she's smacking your mouth every once in a while, but she's not going to just be cussing you out for no reason. What did you do? You see how you, you arrive at that with your friend. Right. Like I'm beyond that thing with my friends and, and to the listeners. Stop doing this with, with your friends. Like I'm beyond this thing with my friends where where I have to be their fans. I'm not fans of my friends. My, I had a friend call me one time and say, Stephen, I just want to vent. I don't need no advice. I say, hey, let me stop you right there. Like you can just go to Facebook with that. If you just want to vent, just post your thoughts on Facebook. Because if you come mm-hmm. to me, your friend, I'm going to tell you what I think. I'm going to tell you where you're wrong. Period. Yeah. But if you don't want to hear what you're wrong, just post, bro. Just, you know, verbally say it. I'll make you a video, go live, whatever, and just post. And I promise you I won't comment on it. But if do you we think have it's the responsibility, though, of the friend? I mean, do you think as the friend that it is your responsibility to require that person to be accountable to his or her marriage? Absolutely. It's a requirement. We need, as you said earlier, community. Right. And and our community has to uplift each other. You know what I mean? Like you need that. So, Steve, with with that being said, though, like, I guess the goal is honestly to, to be able to communicate with your spouse, but also being in community and having and and having those um, conversations with people that you said you trust and know your marriage and know your spouse and that are going to give you the, the right advice and not, you know, lead you down a rabbit hole. But. If the main goal is to really be able to communicate with your spouse, how do we create a space of trust and openness and honesty in our marriage to be able to do so? Be actively involved in working through that. So that statement you just said, write it down and talk to your husband about how do we do this, right? Mm -hmm. It's a process, right? And we talk about these things. 
be in, be direct. Be direct. At least go to your husband. Say, hey, I'm not. I'm just using a point. I'm not saying it's you or whatever. You go to your husband. Say, hey, husband. Um, I feel like the way we communicate is not working. How do we set up a better environment where we both feel safe to share how we feel? And just what can we do? How? When? When do you feel your best? It's a conversation. Right. And, and then at least starts off with, I think in the past, um, maybe sometimes I I popped off at you out of frustration, and I'm I'm gonna try to do better at coming to you once I've calmed down. One of my rules in my marriage is don't talk to me while you're angry. Just don't mm. don't start off. You know, talk to me first, right? So if you're angry, you need to go sit down, calm down, and then come talk right. to me. Because you right. bring me anger, you bring me anger. That's one of the worst things ever. Is you bring me anger, and my initial response is, hold up. You know what I'm saying? Like, like back up. You know, right. just like somebody walk up on you in the street. Mode. I'm yep. immediately in defense mode, like, cause I don't right. know what's going on. You came out of left field. I, I now have to go in protection mode. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so right. versus you coming in and saying, Hey, um, is this a good time to talk? You know, and you've, you've used your intuition that some of us don't have that some people got, I guess is a different kind of power. <laughs> God gave. You know, you use your intuition and you say, right. you know what? Think they, I think they're in a good place to talk and you yeah. work the, everything. At least that's a great question. Everything you do in marriage has to be intentional. Right. Marriage is not a feeling industry institution. I'm not going to feel my way through anything in marriage. You have to be able to say to yourself, what we're doing here is not working and we can do better. What can right. I do? So don't say. And then and then the, the, the problem this is some people will get to that point sometimes. And then they say, well, I just need him to do this. No, don't do that. Say what you can do better. Right. Focus on you doing better. And then the better you do, the better they do. Right. And and I, I agree with you, Steven. But I but I I wanna ask, um, so what would you what might you advise what would be your advice to the people that, you know, struggle with openness and disclosure in their marriage relationship? I love it. Work through it. Work through it. It, it cannot learn okay, so you're struggling with openness. First of all, is it working for you? Yes or no? No. Okay, so therefore we have to do something different because we're in this marriage for it to be successful for a lifetime. Acknowledge who you are, know who you are, know your flaws. I had an example, a man came in recently and he said, dude, I'm just not affectionate. Man, my, my family was not affectionate growing up. My mother never told me she loved me. My father never hugged me. Blah. I said, okay, that's cool for that. Now what are we going to do? You know, you don't get to just bring whatever flaws that you have into your marriage and now say, hey, I'm flawed, so deal with that. You know what I'm right, saying? I'm, right, I'm, not, I'm, right. I'm not open. I'm not affectionate. I don't know how right. to communicate. You know what I'm you saying? Like all those are, right, all those are excuses. Right? right. So now know your flaw. Commit yourself to working through it. Say to yourself, say, self, I am not good at communicating my feelings. How do I do this? Uh, the first right. thing I do when I'm working with couples is I say learn to write your feelings down. Just at least that. At least learn journaling is amazing to the listeners journaling is amazing when you're working through something emotionally because your mind tends to go negative for every problem right mm. most people regardless of what you say out your mouth most people are the glasses half empty every single time yeah. right and so you have to write it down so you at least start seeing the, the behaviors or the patterns of you mm -hmm. just going negative every time there's a problem you have to right. write it down to see that you're not offering yourself a solution you just venting. Mm -hmm. And then you'll be able to see on paper that I'm not offering a solution. How can I go to my husband? How can I go to my wife when I have no solution? I'm just, mm. I'm just mad. I'm just venting and I'm just telling them something and I want them to now come up with a solution when you all have no solutions. 
Right. You go to a person that has no information, doesn't know what's going on. You basically attack them and then you're expecting them to solve a problem. They can't Mm -hmm. do that. They're not prepared for that. Right. And so everyone, man, all listeners, everybody, I just gave you my my flaws. Everybody should write their flaws down. What what are you not good at? What do you Mm -hmm. suck at? What do you need to work on? What what negatively impacts your marriage? Like like we spend so much time evaluating our spouse. I'm telling right. you, I get, I get people in here. I could just say pop quiz. Tell me tell me about your spouse. Boom. He right. did this. He did this. He's not good at this. He's not good at that. He's not right. What and you can you do that for yourself? Right. right. I think that that's such a good. Right. And I think that's such a good point that you can, you know, uh, to be that advisement that you're giving our listeners here as far as, you know, make sure that you take the time to sit with yourself, get to know yourself, get to understand what works and, 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 you know, so that you can create that space of communicative openness, right? Get along with your thoughts. Don't talk with your angry. You know, these are really great tools, Stephen. And, you know, we're so passionate about marriage. You are the relationship beast and so passionate about marriage and relationships. Um, we can go at this all day. Unfortunately, we don't have all day. So um, I want you, please, Stephen, to just share with our listeners where they can contact you to, to solicit your relationship and coaching services should they want to reach out. Uh, if y'all don't holler at me, y'all get at three dope wives and they're going to be handling all my <laughs> Okay, maybe that's not going to work because they're going to want to cut and then they're going to that cut. I'm just, all fun. I'm going to need my finder's fee off the top. They're going to they gonna, they gonna take that cut to fund right. and leave him account. You know what I'm saying? I'm responsible for everybody getting left. I, y'all I know, y'all know we ain't letting nobody leave their marriage. <laughs> um, Stephen James Dixon. Uh, divorce is not an option. Uh, like LaKendra introduced earlier, uh, Men Don't Heal We Ho. Um, Love Capacity is coming out soon, sometime this year, or at, at worst by February for Valentine's Day. Uh, go to lovecapacity.com and take your Love Capacity quiz. It's a quiz for about five minutes, just based on a relationship coaching I've done over the last, like, 14 years. Um, right. right. And then if our people want to get in touch with you, they can reach you at stephenjamesdixon.com. Yep, stevenjames.com. Or they can take the love quiz. Take the love capacity quiz, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Twitter, Stephen J. Dixon. Email me, ask at stevenjamesdixon.com. And then finally, um, for relationship coaching, stevenjamesdixon.com slash coaching. Uh, I guess this is where I'm getting kicked off the show. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're not kicking you off. <laughs> we, we're going to definitely have Stephen back for other topics that we have. Stephen, we enjoy you. Um, thank you so much for agreeing to have this conversation with us and then sharing your valuable time. I mean, you're a dad, you're a husband, so there are a ton of things that you could be doing on the weekend. So we just thank you for carving out some time and sharing that time with us. I want full audio and visual. Next time. <laughs> that's your cute look. That's your cute end. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. Y'all, y'all just uh, ended. I'm not leaving. I'm just gonna stay hang out. Y'all want a fan? <laughs> I do that right. fan thing. Thank you so much, we'll buy, Steven. What about it? What about it? Woo, chow. You gotta love some Steven Dixon, honey. He will definitely take you all the way in when it comes the to way. your marriage relationship. He is gonna go ham for your relationship and that's why uh that's why we invited him to the show i love his passion for for marriages i think it's great his energy 
Yeah. Yes. Yes. He, I mean, so passionate about couples and seeing them be successful. Um, I, listeners, I really hope that you will reach out, check him out, um, and, and see what, what the relationship beast is all about. Um, right. my husband actually has his book, Men Don't Heal, We Hope, we hope. <laughs> which is, um, Really, the, the I believe the title is designed to make you pick it up and read it. Right. Um, but just some good, good insights on understanding how men do and why men do what they do. So mm-hmm. uh, good read. Definitely go out and cop you one of them. Um, ladies, it's been good. Yeah, good conversation. Good conversation. I I felt like Stephen gave us so much um, information about not just privacy in the marriage or secrecy in the marriage, but just about marriage in general. And obviously, like we, you, you got to find the right things to the right things in the right time, right, to have that communication with your spouse and fight for it. At the end of the day, that's what it boils down to: is just fight for it. Fight. Go all in. I mean, always, as always, I'm sorry, Noma, did you have some last things you wanted to say too? I mean, I wanted to say, I didn't look at the, you know, cause I was, I used to be the, the woman that would be like, you know, let, let the sun not set on our anger and all that good stuff, right? But when you really think about it, looking at it from the other point of view, I think it's very effective to, to have an effective conversation and to right. have an effective conversation. It doesn't have to be at that moment, though. Like, you can wait. Like, it, it really can wait. You know, it really can. And and same as Stephen, I'm not the kind that wants to talk about it at that very second because I'm heated. Now I'm, I'm, I'm mad. And now you want to bring your point to me to drive home a point? Yeah, I'm going to be all defensive. Like, yeah, right. you know? Yeah. So, but if you wait, and like maybe wait maybe after I work out and my brain is like steaming, you know, I'm in a good mood, you know, then we can have a conversation. You right, know, yeah. then we can have an effective it's not really about talking. I think a lot of people do a lot of talking. It's about an effective way of communication. Are you communicating effectively? Are you understanding each other or are you just talking? Right. You know? right. It sounds like so, you got good nuggets about that conversation. So I feel like we all have some things that we've walked away with. I hope our listeners all have uh, walked away with some goodness. And you guys, we will see you next time. Y'all take care. Bye. Bye, guys. This has been another episode of Three Dope Wives. Sis, we are so glad you took a minute to get real with us. Yep. Listen, I want you to know something. Every day a woman is married and a wife is made. Vows are exchanged and hopes arise. Mm-hmm. And every day a woman's dreams are crushed. Crush. Let me tell you, crush, crush <laughs> by the yep. reality of what marriage really is. True. Stay tuned with us and we will help you survive another day of this crazy, crazy, crazy married life. Crazy married life. I promise we will. Now, if you would like to submit a question or a topic of discussion, please send your request to 3dopewives at gmail.com. That's T-H-R-E-E, dopewives at gmail.com. And we'll see you again next time, girl.